Hey, you're listening to It Needs To Be Said, where the conversations are honest and the opinions may get you cancelled. I cannot believe you still have to read that. <laughs> I feel like I don't, but I just feel better. Bit of a um, comfort thing. Mm. Okay, so today we're doing a Am I the Asshole episode. Um which a lot of people really enjoyed last time. I actually had a friend who told me that we should do it again. So here we are doing it oh, again. Yeah. We're keeping the people happy. And also it's a nice easy one that we don't really have to prepare for. Very easy one. Okay. And Marissa and I are concerned that we've got a few of the same <laughs> Am I the Assholes to bring forward because obviously like we do a search on Google and then Reddit comes up with like a few threads. But last time we didn't have any of the same. So hopefully this time we don't as well. Okay, you start. Um, all right. Am I the asshole for letting my girlfriend do most of the household chores because she doesn't pay as much of the rent as I do? I, 24 male, work for a very prominent company and get paid a lot better than my girlfriend, 23 female. We both moved to a different state for my job and she ended up working in a very toxic environment with a boss who was sexist and homophobic. She hated her job and ended up getting a new one that pays far less than her previous job, and she had asked me to take on a bit more of responsibility with paying the rent. Since we've been in this new state, she has done most of the cleaning. I contribute by doing the dishes sometimes and washing the laundry. Bracket, she folds it. She is the only one who cleans the bathroom, the kitchen, and the only one who sweeps, mops, and vacuums, along with other random chores here and there. It's been about eight months since we moved, and everything was fine until recently. The other day, she asked me to vacuum the living room, and I said I didn't know where the vacuum was. Since then, she keeps bringing up how I needed to do more housework, but I feel like because I contribute more to the rent, she should be responsible for keeping the apartment clean. I also do the dishes sometimes and do stuff that she asks me to do. I've done more of the dishes since she brought it up, doing them maybe once a week instead of once every other week. She now leaves cleaning tasks for me to do without telling me about them and then gets upset when they're not done. If she just asked me to clean those parts of the apartment, then I would. She claims that I should know what needs to get done and that I should do them by myself without her having to bring it up first. Eventually, she gets frustrated and just cleans it herself. I'm also tired from working when I get home and I just want to relax or finish my work. She does work the same amount of hours as me, but her job is much less demanding than mine, so is she so she is less drained by the end of the day. She does pay for our groceries and my gas sometimes as well as other little things here and there. I don't think I'm an asshole for expecting her to contribute with the housework since I contribute more financially. Am I the asshole for letting her do most of the cleaning since I pay most of the rent? No I did literally a 180 in my head because for the whole time, for some reason, I thought that she wasn't working because of her toxic environment. Mm. And I was like, oh, you're not the arsehole. Like, she's at, she's not going to work. And then I realized she's working the same hours as him. Same you hours. are the arsehole, sir. Not only is she working, she's working the same hours. Yeah. And, he, yeah, he's paying a bit more rent, but he, she's she pays for the groceries and sometimes his bloody petrol. Yeah, what the hell are you talking about? Also, when he said uh, um, her job is not as demanding as mine, says who? Mm. You don't get to just make that call because you make more money on a salary basis. Mm. That doesn't mean that you're more drained when you come home. Exactly. And like at the end of the day, it's still hours. The hours are still the same. She's exactly. still not 
relaxing for you know eight hours a day or whatever it is so like why does she have to do so much anyways I, I like this one because there was like an edit at the end which was like I just wanted to answer some of the more que- more um common questions I've been seeing we both work the same amount of hours and she has agreed that her job is slightly less demanding than mine we split the rent 60 40 so he's paying 60 percent at the moment and then it says about her health concerns which maybe they were in the original one so something about her health concerns aren't an everyday thing but they come up a few times a month I also know where the vacuum is now (laughs) and then there was another update saying like okay like I realized that I've fucked up here (laughs) I I really love her and I value her so much I've clearly done a horrible job at showing that I realize now that I've made a mistake and paying more rent means does not mean that I should do less housework (laughs) so like something's good come of it Oh my gosh, mate! Like, but like, it's like to the point where you don't even know where the vacuum is. Like, there's definitely times mm. where I probably do a few more of like one specific job than Ruan, but he still does them. Like, imagine they don't even know where the vacuum is. Like, that's how <laughs> oblivious you are to running your household. Like, you're not house trained at all. No. Like, what if she's sick or something? What you're still expecting her to do everything? And sixty yeah. forty is not even a, a big that split. Much. Yeah, I know. 10% difference and are you expecting her to do all the housework? Sometimes I wash the dishes and then he's like, I've been better. I do it once a week now, not once every fortnight. Like, okay, good on you. Once idiot. a week for the three meals or the two meals that you eat at home. Mm. Oh, This you- girl is a saint. I would not have survived this <laughs> and long. And she's also moved state for him to have this job as well. This is the problem I think that I have with like keeping finance really, really separate. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm a bit different with some than some people, but like Ruan and I have just always had the mindset that like, it's not like my earnings and his earnings, it's our money. Mm. So it's not like a, oh, I pay for this, you pay for that. It's like everything that I earn. And for a long time, like I've been the breadwinner, but I've never seen it as that. It's not like, well, Mm. I earn all the money, Ruan, so you've got to do every task at home. Like it's our money from the moment it comes in. (laughs) Yeah. Like imagine that. It's just like, it's not a merit system. Like you're now in it together. Like you're a, you're an, you're a unit and like I feel like it all just kind of I know I've said this before but like I feel like it does kind of what goes around comes around like there's times where you might be contributing more there's times where he might be contributing more you know when you're on mat leave for example Mm. but like it doesn't matter like because without having to even say that out loud it just evens itself out and it just is what it is like Mm -hmm. you're in a part that I've always found that so weird I think I mentioned that on the money episode about how like I've had friends in the past that will buy like a six-pack for their partner and then be like like, what do you mean yeah literally and then like splitting bills like do you split the house bills and like it's just it's just hard. I feel like you're making it so much harder for yourself. And I yeah, feel like so if strange. you're I mean this is probably a bigger conversation, but I just feel like if you're in your relationship or your marriage on like a selfish level or like you're thinking about you and like what's being taken from you, it is going to be really hard. Like I've heard so many people say, "Oh, you know, And I know that this is sometimes true, but like the first year of marriage is really hard. Marriage is really hard. Like be careful. Like marriage is so much hard work. Marriage is hard if you're selfish. If you're not selfish and you're genuinely there to like love the other person and 
be selfless in the way that you are. You're not thinking about yourself more than them. I don't think it's, I don't think marriage itself is hard or a relationship or like whatever you want to call it, like a, you know, a partnership is hard. I think what makes it hard is your individual like selfish traits. Mm. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Like it's Mm. not to say that you don't go through little seasons where there's challenging things. Of course, there's things that come up that are hard, but in and of itself, it's not hard if Mm. you're in it for the right reasons or like you have the right perspective you know what I mean Mm -hmm. 100% people don't get it (laughs) okay well yes you're the asshole there is that's decided (laughs) okay this one's really weird like I actually couldn't read through all of it because I felt a bit uncomfortable (laughs) okay ready am I the asshole for giving my (laughs) sorry am I the asshole for giving my daughter a stuffed bear filled with human hair We had our daughter, our first child, three months ago. My family has a tradition where the firstborn will get a special stuffed bear. I got one from my mother when I was born, who got one from her mother, who got one from her father, and so on and so on. The reason that it's special is because the stuffing is made from the parent's hair. The way it works is that once a child is old enough... (laughs) Once a child is old enough to start getting their hair cut, their parent will save as much of of that hair as they can... (laughs) When the child becomes a parent themselves, the new grandparent will use the saved hair to make a stuffed animal to give to the baby. The hair in the toy represents the new parent's connection to the child and is a tangible measure that shows that they will always be close by. Um, How? And it rep- Why? <laughs> and it represents the care taken by the new grandparent in collecting the hair and using it to make the toy represent the child's connection to the family history. And it's a tangible measure that shows the extended family will always support them. In short, the stuffed animal is a way of connecting the new life to the new family. After my daughter was born, my mother spent a lot of time making a stuffed bear from scratch to fill with my chocolate hair. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> She just finished it last week. (laughs) Since my leave from work is just about over, I was excited to give my daughter the bear and share the tradition with my wife. (laughs) I thought she would think it was sweet, but she blew up at me. (gasps) Shock horror. (laughs) So she didn't know about this until he comes home with this creepy ass bear. (laughs) Instead of liking the bear, my wife said it was gross and disgusting and that she (laughs) wouldn't have it around her daughter. I told her that it's our daughter, not hers, and that there's nothing disgusting about my family's tradition. She said it was unhygienic. I told her that it's not. The hair is clean and well-preserved. We argued and eventually she said that if I ever put that thing near her daughter, (laughs) she would throw it in the trash. I was shocked. This is something that represents decades of my mother's work and planning and generations of my family's history. I told my (laughs) wife... I told my wife that if she's so cruel and callous about something that means so much to me and my family, then she's not the person I thought she was. She just called my family's tradition weird and culty. I didn't know what to do. I didn't think my wife was this kind of person. I told my mother about the fight and now she's feuding with my wife too. My wife then got, my wife then got her family involved before calling me some vulgar names, but I'm but am I really the asshole for wanting to give my special girl her special bear? <laughs> what the hell? That I'm is so strange. Shook. Yeah. Mate. So strange. Can you not think of anything else that's special to give you? And daughter? like how does that even come about? It's literally like this long ingrained family tradition of just like Ew. the most strangest thing. Like, I don't get that. 
Yeah, just well, because it's a tradition where? doesn't mean that it's nice. No. <laughs> yeah. That is so gross. I, that, I feel like I would be the same as that the mum. But the issue is like obviously it's then it's now caused like a massive mm. problem. Like he's saying mm-hmm. he doesn't think that she's the person, you know, that she he thought she was. Like they're married. They've just had a baby. <laughs> like it's a bit late. Right. I don't think that she's the one that's the surprising one in this relationship. You've been holding on to this weird ass tradition. Yeah. You could have given and us some warning his about bear? it. Like he's exactly. never surely at some point when you've like moved in together and you're unpacking and then there's like a bear you would share the story so then she could have run then before they were married with a child oh my gosh just imagine like the insides of that bear like being human hair there's just no need (laughs) that's what I can't get over like I I can kind of respect to an extent the concept but I also don't think really? that you – no, like I understand what they think is, oh, that's nice to have those connection with your parents and all those reasons that they gave. Mm. But I don't think that they directly link to a hairy bear. No, you know exactly. What I mean? Like yeah. you don't need to give a, a bear stuffed with human hair to for your child to have like the connection with their parents and that, know that their parents are always there and blah, 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 like – you can just give them a Kmart bear and be like, this is really significant, doll. Exactly. Like, like, fair enough if the the grandma really wanted to make the bear, you know, like make the bear. Yeah, handmade you with know, just handmade. normal toy stuffing. Yep. And maybe like, you know, you put, you know, a button on it from like a shirt mm. that your, your dad used to wear when he was a little boy. Great. Something like that, you know, yep. like just a bit of tradition. But stuffing it with human hair, I feel like you'd also need a lot of human hair to so stuff a bear. So much hair, I was thinking that. Well, that's what they're saying. From the very first haircut until <gasps> that child produces a child. So we're talking between 20 to 30 years of haircut saved. Not only that, but so when when he rolls into a salon or a barbershop at 24, is he saying, excuse me, <laughs> Could you just sweep that up? Which means there's probably other people's hair from the barbershop as well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I cannot or even what, imagine. Does the mum cut, like, I just can't get my head around that. Or is the I mum mean, doing all the haircuts for 30 years? I feel years? like also the guy's an asshole for now running and going and telling his mum about this. Like, yeah. mate – Obviously, your wife should be your priority. Like, you guys are the weird ones. I I guess it depends on how she kind of approached the conversation. Like, if, say, Ruan, like, pounced this on me, I'd be like, babe, I'm sorry. Like, I feel really uncomfortable with this. Like, I'm I'm sorry. I I cannot. (laughs) I'm not giving our child this (laughs) disgusting culty bear. And I'm happy to pretend that we have it. I'm, I'm happy to pretend that we have mm. this bear. I'm going to empty that bear of the human hair. In fact, you're going to do that because I'll vomit if I see that. And when your family comes over, it's going to be stuffed with normal stuffing. You know what I mean? That's like right. you and don't no have one to will just ever know. exactly. Yeah. And like, then you can keep the bear. It's made by the grandma. It's nice, but yeah. it's just not stuffed with hair. It's stuffed with stuffing, like every exactly. Other teddy. Like you don't have to now go and run and tell your mother-in-law like we're throwing that bear away. Yeah. And it's culty in the way that, like, he doesn't even realise that it's super weird. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's yeah. gone to the mum to be like, can you believe she thinks this is strange? <laughs> <I know>. Yes. 
everybody can believe can, it for immediate family oh my so god so strange love that he You're is the, the asshole, asshole. Mm-hmm. wow great one though <laughs> this one's called the forgetful player my female 28 sister-in-law amy always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. Oh, my gosh, I chose this one too. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't read all of it. So keep going, sorry. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or dumbs up with some excuse as to why she can't pay her share. She has implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. No, not my husband should pay, but me specifically. I do make a fair amount of money, but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come to town. Nonetheless, in the past, I've just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back. She never has. She had made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night, and before we left, I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying for her bill. This is where I might be the asshole, and I'll admit, I get this move straight from the episode of Two and a Half Men. As we were leaving, her and my husband went to the car. I pretended to forget something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on the top of her suitcase and I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills and she said, no, we only need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached into my purse and said, this wallet? She was extremely furious. She said that I should not have touched or grabbed her wallet. So am I the arsehole for taking her wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? Um... I don't know. I don't think uh, – I think you probably are the arsehole for, like, going into her room and getting her wallet. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think it was in the room. Like, I think it was just sitting on top of her suitcase. Oh, no, you're not the arsehole then. No way. Because although it is certainly premeditated because this is an ongoing issue, mm. you could be like, oh, I ran back inside I and I noticed that your wallet was there, so I just quickly grabbed it for you like it was just doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. But obviously – so, like, that's totally fine. Obviously – the part that's like kind of a bit wishy-washy is that this is an ongoing issue yeah. and like the the weird thing is as well like it's obviously her sister-in-law but she doesn't even expect mm. her brother to pay for it she like wants the sister-in-law specifically to pay for it because she has money which is so strange and like you can't just go and book really expensive restaurants with the expectation that somebody exactly. else is going to pay for you all the time. So I think in that way, and obviously this is an ongoing issue, so she's mm. felt like she has to do something somewhat drastic to get her to be like, this is not fair. You need to pay for your own meals particularly. Or like we can just go to an average restaurant and we can all pay for our meals. Or she probably would be more inclined to – shout her dinner had mm. they not been like had she not been taking the piss and booking like super expensive restaurants yeah like she's like while it's a bit premeditated from the girl like getting the purse the other like the sister-in-law is fully premeditating taking advantage of the situation every single yeah. time yep have you ever had a friend that does something like this it's like a bit funny with money um I have had a friend that's tight but um, and, and, yeah, maybe might go to the toilet when the bill comes around or things what? like that. Really? But, yeah, but not not like this that would, you know, say let's go to a really expensive place and then be like, oops, this one's on you. <laughs> but, like, would go to the toilet when the bill comes around? Yeah. Would you pay? Yeah. Oh, my God. So strange. I did hey? not believe people do that. Like, how do you feel comfortable doing something like this? I just – 
doesn't it make you feel bad? Because even if someone is making more money than you, that's still their money. It's not, they're not allocating that money to handouts all the time. Like, of course, they're probably going to be generous here and there, but like, it's not your money, mate. Like, you're not entitled to their money just because they have more money than you. And the thing is, like, you don't know the ins and outs of everybody's situation. Like, they Mm. might be having to contribute a lot to, like, their family members that don't have money. They might actually be in a lot of debt. Like, they might have a high salary, but they've got a high debt for whatever reason that you don't know. Like, so it's quite presumptuous to say, oh, yeah, someone's got heaps of money. They can afford to pay for my dinner. Well, Mm. like, and for this girl so rude to be like she, oh, she she earns heaps she can pay for my dinner so I'm going to pick the most expensive restaurant in the city like what oh my gosh I just feel like the girl probably could have just like gotten in the car and been like hey can you make sure you've got your wallet do you have your wallet like something mm-hmm. like that instead of like or giving it to her in the car and being like oh I noticed your wallet was on the yeah on the suitcase here it is by the way yeah exactly yep Rather than, but, like, wait till the bill comes and be like, surprise, and pulls it out of back. <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of like – I feel like that would have felt so good because she would have not been holding back with what she was ordering as well. Yeah, that's true, actually. Otherwise, she would have been like, oh, just get an entree, thanks. I'm not that hungry. <laughs> I've just had the free bread roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh. I've never had She's a friend done to do it. that. She's done it well, but also, like, bordering on the – like yeah. making herself an arsehole as well. But I think For this sure. girl needed to be taught a lesson. It would be interesting to see like whether they have like what their relationship's like now. Yeah. All right. I'm at the arsehole for my birthday gift to my wife. My wife and I are tired on money right now and thus we didn't have anything in the budget for my wife's birthday gift. Instead, I sent her to her friend's house for a few hours and my kids and I did all the household chores. When she got home, we showed the clean house off to her and told her it was her birthday gift. She said thank you, but I could tell that she was upset. I pressed her a bit and she accused me of seeing her as a maid because I think she should be grateful for something she thinks the kids and I should be doing regularly. I tried to explain that we were just trying to be nice and make things easy for her and she just kept saying, this is exactly the problem until she told me to just stop talking about it. Am I the asshole? Interesting. Mm. Um, mm. I think she's probably like overreacted a little bit or like misinterpreted the point. Yeah. Because I was thinking, oh, that is a nice gesture. But also it is probably like, well, should you and like the kids be contributing like every other day anyway, every other week anyway? I feel like we don't have enough information on the dynamics. Yeah. And mm, I don't don't feel like it's the worst gift idea, to be honest. I I would probably. No. I, I, I think it wouldn't hurt to maybe throw in food. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Like a meal or something as well or like we made you some cakes and we cleaned <laughs> the house or something, yeah. you know, like I feel like there needs to be a food component. Um, but I think the the gesture was nice. Mm. Well, like I think it was like well meant. I think she just misinterpreted it and then it just kind of like escalated for no reason there. I feel like <laughs> – I feel like if she, again, is a full-time working woman and also does all the household chores, then you're the asshole. 
But if like the dynamic is that like he's at work all day, so she just naturally does a bit more of the household chores, then I don't think he's the asshole at all. I feel like this is like a really nice gift idea, especially Mm. considering that like the wife should know that, you know, they're a bit tight on money right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he's got to be creative with like how he can kind of bless her. And yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, it depends on how much of the household chores he was doing. I feel like a full on like reset of the house would have been like a great gift. If yeah. he was just like did Especially a bit of vacuuming. Especially because it's like a week-long gift as well. Like now you know yeah. that that doesn't need to be done for a whole week. You've just exactly. got a whole week off. Yeah. If not but longer I think for some. He could definitely like extend it, like you said, to like the food and then like even like, you know, the nighttime routine and stuff like that. He could definitely mm. like make it a better gift. Mm-hmm. But I think like also I think she's being a bit of an asshole with if say there is more information that's needed or there's a reason why it's not a good gift like she needs to communicate that and be like look I also work full-time so this is you just being yeah. a, a dad like you're yeah, just you've just done what you should be doing every week yeah. anyway like not just something that I should be treated with on my birthday yeah yeah I, I'm gonna say that he's not but like you said I think we need a bit more bit more info on that one <laughs> yeah Okay, um, the wedding singer. (laughs) I just got married last week. My wife and I are both in our 30s. I am Mexican and she is American, but we both grew up in the US and both our families know both languages. My wife planned every bit of the wedding and was very controlling and nervous bride. But all right, I get that she was stressed. During the reception, I went to the band and asked them to play a song for me to my new wife. It was Te Amare by Miguel Bose or Boss. She was the song, it was the song from our first day in a really bad Mexican restaurant. So it became a long standing joke between us. The guests really loved the song. My mother in law cried and told me it was beautiful, but my bride seemed upset. I asked her what was wrong, and she said, I'm an asshole for taking the spotlight to enforce my ethnicity and not just let the band sing our song for us. Am I the asshole? Wait, what? Like, <laughs> wait. It's only one song, and she's organized. No, she's organized yeah. everything else. Just let him have one song. Also, it's like a significant song for them. It's where they went on their first day. It's like it's really sweet. Yeah, and you know the language as well. It's not like you're like fully awkward yeah. sitting there being like, "What the hell is going on?" You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you, you like nice. this is a song that you guys and the spotlight like. is allowed to be off you for one minute, mate. <laughs> like while I understand everyone makes such a big deal about the bride, it's the bride's day, it's the bride's day. I really hate that. Like it's not your day; yeah, it's also it's your husband's couple. day. Yeah, yeah. Like he's allowed to like pick one thing, and it's also dedicated to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not doing a solo dance or something <laughs> to this song. Exactly. And even like, if he was, a... go for it, yeah. boy. Yeah. But he's serenading you and you're like, oh, you're taking the spotlight off me. You're making about ethnicity. What are you talking about? He is Mexican. Like He is Mexican. And the point is that like had that song been in English, if they like if they went to an American diner and there was this and it was really shitty and this funny song was playing mm. and they played an American song, like the point is about the significance of it being like their first day and being like a long standing joke. So yeah. like I think that was more the point of it. It just happened to be that their first date was at a Mexican restaurant with a Mexican exactly. song with shitty Mexican food. So, like, chill, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Bradzilla vibe. I feel like she's 100% Bradzilla because she's had control over everything else and now there's this yeah. one little thing where she's, like, didn't know what was happening. She just couldn't she handle it. Deal. Yeah, she's she's an asshole. Also, like, 
major red flags, right? <laughs> yeah. Too late. You're, you're hooked. Uh... Hello, listeners. Sorry to interrupt. Just a quick message from us. Firstly, a massive thank you to our Patreons. We cannot thank you enough for financially supporting us to help keep this podcast going and growing. If this is something you too would be interested in, you'll find the link to our Patreon account in the show notes of this episode. Thanks as always for listening. Let's get back to the show. Am I the asshole for not taking my brother-in-law in who peed on my stuff and blamed my cat? I don't know this one. Okay, so this one was kind of hard to find because there was like a lot of updates and like the original thread had been deleted, but it's like apparently like quite a popular one. Sure. So hopefully, I haven't read it all, so hopefully this is the right part that I'm reading. <clears throat> okay. My husband and I have been together for 10 years. We we met early in college and dated all throughout. I graduated before him and took a semester for traveling while he finished so we could move to another state. He ended up having to repeat some classes. So when I came back, we couldn't move yet and I had no place of my own. So I moved in with him and his roommate slash brother, 32 year old Mal, while Ted finished school. Before moving in, I made sure that Ted cleared it with his brother that I was bringing my male cat with me. They had a dog who was old, but the brother said he was fine with it. About three weeks after moving in, I started noticing that our bedroom started to smell a lot like pee, and we couldn't figure out where it was coming from. My cat is toilet trained, so I knew it wasn't him, and the dog couldn't go into our room because it was on the second floor and he had hip problems. I started finding clothes on the floor smelling like pee. I asked my husband, and he said he had no idea. After three months of frustration and this happening about two times a week, I asked the brother if he was bringing the dog upstairs. He said no. At this point, I was fed up. I stopped leaving clothes anywhere, and I, but I was still finding pee in my shoes, my throw pillows, things like that. After breaking down one day, the brother suggested that it was my cat marking his territory as male cats are known for doing that. He said it made sense as it was only on my things and it was a new place. If any of y'all have cats, you know that cat pee smells different than human pee. <laughs> That's true. I trust my cat with my whole heart, so I set up a camera in our room. I trust my cat <laughs> <laughs> with her whole heart. So I set up a camera in our room. I was paying rent and my boyfriend knew about it, so I figured this was the way to find out where this pee was coming from. Lo and behold, the brother was coming into our room and peeing on my stuff. Oh my god, she's watched him on video pee on her clothes. <laughs> oh my gosh. When I saw the video, I packed my things and cat and went to stay with a friend until my husband finished college and we moved. When all of this happened, I refused to to confront him because you and my husband should deal with that. I haven't really spoken to the brother since. He was a best man at our wedding, but we tend to keep clear of each other at family gatherings and such. With a pandemic, the brother lost his job and an apartment and is honestly struggling financially. He asked if he could move in with us and I don't want him to because he peed on my stuff in capitals. <laughs> he was 25 years old when it happened and he was a grown-ass man. Now the whole family is calling and texting calling and texting, telling me I'm an ass for leaving him homeless in the middle of a pandemic, but it wasn't their stuff that was getting peed on. Am I the asshole? Wow. What's really bothering me about this story is that she didn't confront him. Yeah. 
Like, I would, like, on the Apple TV, literally play that footage the minute he walked home, <laughs> like, in the house, and be yep. like, why are you peeing on my stuff? What is wrong with you? What is yeah. wrong with you? And then blaming it on my cat. If you have a problem with me and my cat, why don't we at least talk about it first before we result to peeing on each other's things? And did the brother bring it up? I don't know. Well, I mean, as far as we're aware, he hasn't said, hey, like, I actually just changed my mind. I hate your cat. Like, is can we make some other arrangements while you're living here? You know, you are living in my house. I'm really uncomfortable with it. Like, there's so many other avenues before one would pee on somebody else's belongings. I cannot even fathom. Can you imagine? Doing that. So there's a few, like, edits. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people ask some questions and then she's gone and answered. So question number one, is he in therapy? He was, last <laughs> I checked, after the pee gate, his mum made him go. That's how we found out. Um, why did he do this? Um my husband and my brother were and our best friends and me coming into my husband's life was threatening enough that he wanted it to break he wanted to break us up. His therapist suggested that the brother had to make amends with his brother, according to my mother in law, who's the one who reconnected them and ask for forgiveness for his actions. So my husband and my brother reconnected and as long as I didn't have to be with him and he never stepped into our home, I could live with it. Okay, so obviously, like, there has been conflict with the husband and the brother. Fair enough. Yeah, following him peeing all over his girlfriend's stuff. That's so weird. Why was he in the wedding? When we were getting married, the party was more for our parents. We didn't mind the courthouse, but my parents wanted a big wedding because I'm the first of my sisters to get married. All of my sisters and all of my husband's brothers were um, in the bridal party and we couldn't exclude him. Um, my husband and his brother are best friends after all. And as long as I didn't have to take pictures with the P-man himself and he didn't give a speech, I didn't care. Wow. It's so messed up. Okay. Did he apologize? He apologized to my husband, but never to me, which I'm a bit bitter about. I was considering accepting an apology, but you guys are right. And that would be self-serving of him and a way to get back into my house and potentially give me P- PTSD. <laughs> like pee. <laughs> I just can't believe like that's like actually like messed up behavior. Like there's something wrong with yeah, you. And so like obviously so he's going to therapy, so he he knows that something's wrong with him. But like imagine like a grown person coming into your room and peeing on your stuff. No, like imagine I can't. that smell. I literally cannot. That like I would never be able to move on from that. Never. And so, like, I feel like she's not necessarily the arsehole for not wanting him to move in with Not her. a chance. They, like, he literally peed on her stuff. He made no effort to, like, make things better. He yeah. has never apologised to this day. They literally just don't talk. And what, now this awkward-ass person's going to come and live in your home after all that's happened, plus it's, like, not like it's even civil. Like, obviously the, the boys get on now and that's fine, but, like, she doesn't. He's not made an effort to redeem himself with her. So, like, he can move to that state. Yeah, go for it. If he was in his right mind about it and, like, he had truly, you know, done his part, 
he would also acknowledge like, yeah, this is pretty awkward that now I'm moving in with you and I've peed on your stuff. You know what I mean? Like there would be some sort of acknowledgement on his part. You would have to part. exhaust other options before doing that, surely. Exactly. But like, like why if, do you want to move that there? states Exactly. If that state is like better for job opportunities and like he's really struggling and stuff, like why can he not move to that state and get like a really cheap rental or something? Live in a bloody hostel, pee on this. Yeah. And another one was about um, – why can't he move in with his other extended family? Because now there's a bit of like family tension and stuff. And the rest of the family lives on the West Coast. After many comments, I'm starting to doubt this next part, but I'll say it still because it's the information I have. His profession is much more employable in the East Coast than in the West. So him having to move would diminish his chances of finding a new job. Like, sorry, unlucky, mate. You've peed on her stuff. That's no, a, a no, price you have to pay. No, exactly. Yeah. It's not her problem now. And, like, this is years later, he's grown. There's, yeah, moved to another state and there's, like, I'm sure there's plenty of eastern states that would have, like, cheaper rent and Mm. you just get a cheap place to start with and then once you've got an established job, you can get a better house. Like, no, you peed on the stuff that's deal breaker. (laughs) People ask, can we see the video? (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry, but no. (laughs) Apparently, this one won heaps of awards. <laughs> like, awards. It's pretty weird. It's like, so am I the asshole award? Oh, gosh. Well, I, I honestly, fair. if like, I'm thinking about if my sister-in-law came and did that. Like, I, I honestly could never look her in the eye again without thinking about that. No. There's absolutely no way. I'm literally thinking of this exact same situation when I was living with my sister and my brother-in-law and I had a cat that they didn't like. It's literally the exact same situation. And as far as I'm aware, my brother-in-law never weeped on my stuff. (laughs) They did tell my cat, but they didn't pee on my stuff. What he could have done, like say the peeing thing was his only like, you know, solution. He could have just peed on the floor like you didn't have to go and pee on her stuff it would yeah, have had the same impact and then when she picks up her clothes he he pees on other things like throw pillows and i can't remember what oh. else she said but like other items he went out of his way to pee on things she's definitely not the arsehole <laughs> he's not well <laughs> okay i am 17 and my sister's 21 she was always a really rebellious child but never got in trouble our grandfather left us both funds for college in his inheritance the only catch was to actually go to college my sister was the party animal and she got pregnant at 18 my parents took care of everything and she still lives with us and no father in the picture I wanted to start looking at colleges now to be better prepared, but turns out I have no money left. I'm literally sobbing while writing this. My parents took my entire money and gave it to my sister. I raised the issue on Christmas and I'm being blamed for ruining Christmas and not loving my niece or my sister. I told them, yes, I really hate each and every one of them. I do feel like an asshole for that. My parents have offered 10k in exchange to calm me down, but that amount was literally 80k. They are now telling me that I'm being greedy. Am I the asshole? Should I take what they are offering me right now? Because according to them, it's all that they've got. I don't think she's being an asshole. No. And like, why did they spend 160k? Like, so did they give all that money to the sister because she fell pregnant and stuff? Um, I guess, yeah, to help out the sister. But it's not like they even set her up in a house or anything. Like, she's living at home. That's what I can't understand. Unless the money was 80K and it was 40 each, 
Mm. But still, you don't need 40K to set up a buddy baby room when you're living at your mum and dad's house anyways. And, like, that money was left from the grandparents for a particular reason. She's obviously aware of that. She's setting up her life to go and, like, you know, make plans around that. If you really needed to give that money to the sister, like, have a discussion. Don't just go and do it. And now, like, surprise, you don't have any money. Yeah. And the younger sister is about four years younger. So it could be some sort of discussion, like, you know, your sister's on the skins of her ass with this baby coming can you know can we use some of your college fund or your college fund to like help her not to mention that money was there and specifically left for the purpose of college and college Mm. only so essentially the other sister that now has nothing should be getting double (laughs) yeah exactly yeah so and like I don't know how it works over there but like from what I have seen on tv it's like super expensive so now she's in a position where she might have to go to like a community college or a a different Mm. option because she doesn't have the this inheritance that was specifically for school because her sister's gotten it I just I honestly just can't get my head around why they would have had to have spent the whole 80k that's assuming that it was 80k combined and not 80k each either which way I don't understand how they've spent that much money to help help the sister. 40k is like a lot. So much. And like she's living at home. It's not like they've put it down on like a, you know, like a deposit for a rental or something or like a house or something, you know, like she's living at home. She just needs like a few small items for a child. Mm. I I don't know. Like this kind of stuff does get like a bit like sticky because obviously, I don't know, like I've heard some, some of my friends talk about like their future inheritance and like bring up stuff like that and I'm like shut up like don't be talking about your inheritance as if you're so entitled like you're not mm. entitled to anything from your parents like you're lucky you're you've you've had mm. your life up until now you know but this is different because it's like it was premeditated spoken to her about you know this is what your grandparents are leaving you for college so mm. you've kind of set her up to react like this you can't be you can't now mm. call her selfish because she's upset that you've gone and given all of her money to her sister who Mm. sorry but like has not lived the life that she probably should have been living got Mm. pregnant and is now living at home with a baby now you're rescuing her that's fine you guys have chosen to do that as parents but you've used her sister's money to do that Mm. and that money was also left by someone who is now dead with the with the specific note that like this is for college fund only like you will only get this money if you go to college instead mm. she doesn't go to college and she gets double the money like yeah she has every right to be angry and for like sure. yeah okay they've offered her 10k I don't know how far that's gonna go for college or whatever mm. but like it's a generous offer for her parents but all they're doing is giving her a quarter of what she would have had yeah, exactly. Had they not thieved it from her. <laughs> or or an eighth. Or potentially, yeah. Oh, mate, I would be so, so upset. I would be so upset at the parents and at the sister. Yeah. I know it's probably not and the sister's fault. Because but like, it's like it's potentially changed like the direction of her life too. Mm-hmm. In what place she can <sighs> attend. That's why I feel like this kind of stuff, like, you really do need to get, like, legal parameters yeah, in place. Yeah, Yeah. And that should have probably been in, like, a trust that was, like, in her name or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That no one Instead could access apart just, from her. Yeah. Yikes. Not mm. ideal. 
I have a friend that works in family law and she just said like so much of what she does is will disputes mm, and like inherit the same stuff. He's in family <gasps> law and said the exact same thing. Yeah. Which yeah, you can understand if so it's something messy. like this, but like I think people do just get really greedy. I think people see it as an opportunity and like at the end of the day, depending on what you believe, like post death, mm. people probably I think a lot of people think, well, they're dead now anyway. Like they sort of like cleans their conscious of what they do to then like fight for that money or situation, I think. But, but like, I see it all the time. But like what, you're gonna go ruin your relationship with all your siblings now just because you want a bit of money. Is it worth it? Yeah, people don't care. Well, it's not, but people people think that it is. It's, it's like I feel like it's almost more common to like have a dispute than to not have a dispute. It also annoys me because it's like why even bloody have a will then? Like it's so disrespectful to the dead person. Yeah. Like this is what that was their money. This is what they chose to do with it. Mm. And you're choosing to fight that. Yeah. For your own personal gain when that's not like it's not your money, so you don't have the right to fight it. That being said, like I guess if like say for example there was like two siblings and a parent and one and like the parents start to get old and a bit like not all the way with it and one sibling kind of like coerces them into giving them all of their money, for example, mm. and then the other they die and then the other sibling finds out that you know, it's a 99 to 1% split, mm. then, like, I feel like they should be able to contest it because it's like that was that was not done genuinely. But also, like, there's all you the can't. other situations when, yeah, when yeah. people have willingly decided how they want to divvy things up. But then people are just like, I disagree. Yeah, they're like, nah, that, that w- they're not in their right mind. But, like, maybe you wanted nothing to do with your parent, never visited yeah, them, maybe. nothing, and now That's all right. of a sudden you're like, what? Like, it's not 50-50? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, gosh. It gets so I mean, messy. I guess it, it would be hard. Like, I mean, it, because it might not even be about the money. It might just be the principle behind it of, like, you know, it feels like it's like, oh, okay, you love that child more than me. yeah. Yeah. But then, like, what, yeah, you're going to dispute that while, when they're dead? <laughs> you can't prove that now, mate. It's done. The, it's just so messy because there's so many different circumstances. Like, mm. it could be that, yeah, one child really helped out. They mm. they took them to all their appointments. They were their carer. Like, they dedicated mm. their life to, you know, those last few years of the parent's life. Or, like, they were not necessarily or maybe loved more, but because they deserved it more. Maybe one kid was shit. So, like, in that instance, it's like, yeah, okay, well, if it's an unfair split, it's not really unfair because you sucked. You don't yeah. – you're not just entitled to 50% because you're blood. Like, mm. if you are shit, then yeah. fuck you. <laughs> but also, like, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes it, people are, like, super, like, elder abuse coerced into stuff. Oh, gosh, that's sad. Or sometimes people don't have a will at all. Yeah. And then it comes down to what they believe they did. And some people, like, genuinely believe that they do more than what they do. Yeah, exactly. Like, they've got a a really weird sense of reality of, like, I contributed yeah. so much to my parents' life and, like, you see yeah. them at Christmas and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just super messy. I would – I do not envy, like, my cousin and your friend that has to try and, like, 
deal with with the like family members in those situations but then also have to obviously be like on it with what the laws mm. are you know like what the law says happens in these situations all right is that is that it for today i think that's all that's all i've got all right thank you everyone for joining us for another episode if you'd like to support the show you can find a link to our instagram patreon and facebook group in the show notes of this episode um yeah we'll see you next fortnight <laughs> bye <laughs> is that it bye <laughs>